Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Luna Love of the Podcast acknowledges the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded, the Araqual people of the Bunjalung Nation, and pays respects to elders past, present, and emerging. I'm your host Jordana Levine and in today's episode we were meant to be talking about the Leo New Moon but after much deliberation I decided to air the Leo New Moon episode on Monday August 14 in preparation for the new moon on Wednesday August 16. I felt like airing it a week before this podcast came out on a Thursday is probably too far in advance of the moon you might lose a little bit of momentum so hopefully you're okay to wait until Monday for that if you are a subscriber of the podcast your regular Monday episode will fall on Tuesday next week so hopefully you all survive those changes and you'll all be fine (laughs) so what are we talking about in today's episode well I kind of wanted to go back to basics this podcast is called Lunar Lover It began in, when did it begin? I changed it to Lunar Lover in 2019, which was four years ago now. And originally it was just talking about the moon. An episode would come out on the new moon and then an episode would come out on the full moon. And it was only ever going to be about the moon. And then the deeper I got into my astrology studies, the more I wanted to talk about things like retrogrades, uh, any of the big transits that were happening, Lionsgate portal, all of that sort of stuff, right? So it's kind of progressed since then. But really, it was a way for you to connect with the moon. And of course, we have the new moon and we have the full moon, but that's only two phases in an eight phase cycle. Another fact you might not know about the moon is that the moon actually changes zodiac signs every two days, right? So when we say, oh, it's an Aquarius full moon, that Aquarius energy is only present for roughly two days, right? And then it changes into Pisces. It keeps moving and it also is changing phases. So what I thought we could do today is we could talk about each of the eight phases of the moon that it goes through Uh, during its 29 and a half-ish day lunar cycle. Then we're going to talk about the lunar return. We have a lunar return every single month. And then we're going to talk a little bit about how we can use the energy of the moon. So let's go through the lunar phases. The very first phase of the lunar cycle is, of course, the new moon. And you can't see the moon at this time, right? You guys probably all know this by now. The moon has disappeared from the sky and that's because it's positioned directly between the earth and the sun. 
And the new moon phase kicks off what we call the waxing stages of the lunar cycle. Yeah, it's when the energy switches from a yin state into a proactive yang state, right? This is why we set our intentions on a new moon. It's all about a fresh start, a new beginning. Then we move into the waxing crescent. That's like a little sliver in the sky. And we're now in a strong yang energy, yeah? We're like well into that waxing stage and it's encouraging us to explore and activate the intentions that we set on the new moon, yeah? So this is sort of reminiscent to like the first seed sprouting or a new leaf growing or the beginning of the gestation period of a fetus. Then we move to the first quarter of the lunar cycle. It's happening roughly between day seven and 10. And it looks like, it's called the first quarter, but it looks like a half moon in the sky. That's kind of confusing, isn't it? It means that we're halfway through the waxing cycle between the new moon and the full moon. This is when we really start to feel some serious momentum. I personally try and use the first quarter phase of the moon to my advantage. This is when I'm really sort of taking action on my intentions. And the more in tune you can be with this cycle, the more you'll start to notice the tiny little shifts that happen with each phase. If you are a Cancer rising or have a prominent Cancer placement in your chart, Really working with the lunar cycle can be so advantageous for you. It can be as simple as walking out and looking up at the sky every night and really checking in with the phase of the moon and then checking in with yourself. How do I feel? After the first quarter, we move to the waxing gibbous. And this is an integral moon phase because it's the last of the yang energy. It's kind of where it's not almost like it's not full yet but it's further full than halfway, if that makes sense. You probably need visuals for this. I know what you guys could do. You could go outside and have a look at the moon. This is kind of the peak of the waxing cycle, yeah? It tests us to stay on course with our productivity before our energy switches to a slower yin state and encourages surrender, yeah? Surrender is what comes with the next phase, the full moon. The full moon's happening at roughly the halfway mark, yeah? So the energy to full moon is perhaps the most notable of all the phases, mostly because we can see it in the sky, uh, but the energy is usually quite potent. I think we can all vouch for that. The trick or the remedy is probably a better way to put it, is to allow yourself to surrender to everything that comes up during a full moon because what's happening is we're actually switching into the waning stages of the lunar cycle and what we call the yin phase, right? This is where we're really slowing down. Then we move into the waning gibbous, which again is not quite full and not quite half. And now we're on the other side of the moon, right? This stage is sort of like our energy's getting like used to the yin phase. We're kind of cozying into those yin stages of the cycle. Instead of resisting, try relaxing 
into those slower vibes yeah this is a really good time to do like restorative yoga classes and yin classes and rest classes anything you can do to really really slow down then we move to the third quarter which again looks like half a moon in the sky it's still like fiercely wrapped up in yin energy but it's also closer to the new moon yeah, so it's quite common at this stage to feel a little bit of limbo energy. This is the time in the cycle where we're sort of like, don't feel like resting, but know that we should still be resting. Then the very last phase before we move into new moon again is the waning crescent. It's happening right at the end of the cycle. And this is the time to really make sure you've taken that rest before that yang energy kicks in again yeah the best way to make the most of this phase is to 100 percent release anything you don't wish to take with you into the next lunar cycle yeah it's really really important that we've done that i know on the full moon we tend to release and let go but as you move through those waning phases that follow the full moon that's your opportunity to really really commit to releasing yeah embodying and integrating what it means to release those things from your life so when we get back to the new moon and we're ready to set intentions and we're ready for a new start and fresh beginnings we've made space for that yeah does that make sense so i mentioned earlier the lunar return right we have a lunar return every month and that's when the moon returns to the exact same spot that it was at your birth i spoke about this in this week's bonus subscriber episode so if you want to listen to that and you're a subscriber go and listen to it if you're not a subscriber you might like to subscribe I told you how to identify it, but I also told you how manifesting on your lunar return date every month could be really advantageous for you. But something else to keep in mind with the lunar return is that you're usually feeling quite emotional (laughs) during your lunar return. There's a heightened sense of empathy and sensitivity to emotions. We can also feel like really creative and inspired from an emotional perspective at this time. There can be waves of intense feelings that come through, a sense of like being easily triggered by others. And we all know that we have these moments within the lunar cycle, right? Maybe for some of us, we're linking it to our menstrual cycle, but wouldn't it be interesting to see if you're going through your lunar return? What else can come up during a lunar return? Uh, Increased emotional intelligence. The need to sort of like nest. Yeah, getting all like homey and nesty. Maybe you're sort of tapping into this maternal energy. A desire for connection and bonding. But also maybe at the same time, like a desire for privacy. (laughs) I feel like I'm giving you so many options. It could be anything, couldn't it? But really, it's like if you think about your moon sign, it's all about your emotional self, your intuition, your instinctual urges. That's going to be really heightened and emphasized when the transiting moon returns to the same spot that your natal moon is in. 
All right, so there's lunar return calculators online so you can find out exactly when yours is or listen to that bonus episode of the podcast and I give you a little bit more detail. All right, and because we've got a new moon starting next week, I thought it could be fun if we all try and work with the lunar cycle. I don't know why I've started singing when I podcast, but I did it in the bonus episode too, I'm pretty sure. Anyway, here we are. Um, Would you like to manifest with the moon during the next lunar cycle? I feel like you guys want to do that. We usually manifest on the new moon and yes, we're not going to stop doing that. That's when we set our intentions. However... We can work with each of the eight phases to support our manifestations. So how would you like to do that together? My recommendation is starting a lunar journal. I know a lot of you have your lunar journal if you're a lunar lover subscriber, but if you're not, I highly recommend getting one. And let's just as an experiment over the next lunar cycle that begins with the Leo new moon, play around with working with our intention throughout the lunar month. All right, so this is what you're going to do. On the new moon, we said it's the time of new beginnings, of fresh starts, right? This is when we're going to set our intentions. What is it that you want to bring in during this new lunar cycle? Or what do you want to birth into the universe, right? Birth into your life. Then as we move into the waxing crescent, I want you to really connect with your feelings. Yeah, what are the feelings behind that intention? And can you start to really feel those feelings now? This is your way of communicating with the universe. This is what changes your vibrational frequency. Can you open up your heart? And can you allow those feelings to imprint in every cell of your body? Then as we move into the first quarter moon, I want you to start taking action. Remember, these are the yang phases of the lunar cycle, right? So you're taking action on your intention. What are you going to do to bring that intention into fruition? Yeah. Are you experiencing any resistance? Can you be a little bit flexible with your action steps? Really, really make a plan. Figure it out. Do some things to make it happen. Available in all good bookstores. Um, Then we move to the waxing gibbous moon. This is a good time to experiment, I think. You're still in action mode, yeah? And this is really like your last chance before we go full yin on the moon when the full moon arrives. So how are those action steps going? Do you still feel like you're on track? Do you need to pivot? Do you need to change course? This is your opportunity before we slow down. Then we reach the full moon. This is where I do very much encourage you to release and let go. It's charged the energy of the full moon. Yeah, this is where all our emotions come up. I've said it a few times, but the moon is our emotional energy, right? So it's no surprise that when it's full, and we're getting the full activation of it, that we are ourselves emotionally charged. This is a beautiful time to really write down and get clear on what it is you want to let go of. I love a fire ceremony. I love to burn things. You might want to give it a go. It feels really good. Then as we move to the waning gibbous moon, 
This is a beautiful time to really check in with how accountable you're being to what you wanted to let go of. Really get familiar with the space that you're creating and really feel into what feels different now that you're able to release those things that weren't serving you. And the more you can feel into that energy, again, the more your vibrational frequency increases in energy. In the third quarter moon, it's really about settling into that space. Yeah, finding rest, finding ease, finding surrender. We're not going to push that intention anymore. We don't need to strive for it. We don't need to think about it every day. We don't need to keep reading over it. We're just surrendering. We know the universe is going to look after us. We know we are being fully supported and we trust wholeheartedly in the timing of our lives. Then as we move into the final stage, the waning crescent, this is where we get super, super quiet. This is where we listen to our inner guidance. This is where we really feel into that intention that we set on the new moon. Because you know what's just around the corner? The new moon. (laughs) We're back. It's a cycle. We're back to the beginning and we're going to set intentions again. Yeah. So it's really kind of ruminating and really feeling into what came into fruition, what isn't working, what needs to change. But from a yin perspective, yeah, we're not doing anything about it. We're just having to think about it, feeling into it, feeling the flow, trusting. Yeah. All those things that we find quite challenging to do because most of us are in our yang masculine energy and the moon she's all about activating that feminine power and it's uncomfortable yeah it's really uncomfortable for a lot of us all right my loves that's powerful are we going to do that are we going to stick to that i sure hope so i uh try and do this every month but i gotta say i do get a bit slack every now and then As always, a little reminder that if you would love a bonus episode of Lunar Lover every week, you might like to consider becoming a Lunar Lover member for as little as $8 a month. To do that, all you need to do is click the link in the show notes of this episode. And the other thing being a subscriber does is it supports Lunar Lover to continue. Yeah, I put my heart and my soul into this podcast And um, I want to give you the best experience and the best information that I can. And that tends to take a lot of prep. So even a little tiny contribution like $8 a month really keeps Lunar Lover afloat and allows me to keep giving you guys content and keep showing up. If you would like to book in for a natal chart reading to explore your personal astrology, All you need to do is click the link in the show notes of this episode or head to jordanalevine.com forward slash readings. I, of course, still have a discount on the Love Patterns readings where we look into your personal astrology around love and relationships and also the upcoming transits to see what's up ahead for you when it comes to love. And there's a Venus retrograde discount at the moment. So to book into that, again, all you need to do is click on the link in the show notes of this episode or head to jordanalevine.com forward slash readings. All right, my loves, I will be back next week chatting all things Leo New Moon. 
Until then, I'm Jordana Levine and you've been listening to Luna Lover, the podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.